Noise here and herself willkommen zum Auf die Fresse WXW Review Podcast in English. I mean, he's Mike, and how's your holidays, Mike? It's, uh, I'm glad it's all over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> happy, happy holidays. Uh, no, I was, I was, I always like it once we get into January because it means we're steaming full speed ahead towards Carrot. And um, so once you get through Christmas and all that nonsense, great. You're right on the highway to. Oberhausen, and uh, yeah, it's come in full steam ahead. Less than 10 weeks now, which is amazing. Nothing to come. Trees down, trees back in the loft, but um, yeah, we'd been planning to look at that 21st anniversary show on this episode, but yeah, um, yeah a bit of a spanner in the works. The works we now went offline. Um, apparently, for the anniversary show, they announced they're going to debut WXW Now 2.0, which I guess will come like a Splatoon multicolor scheme if wrestling's anything to go by. Um, so right now, I think they don't have any paid video streaming. I think they said the old service, you can't sign up. I know my subscription got cancelled. Yeah, my um, we can't sign in anymore, so, which is... So wonderful. I ain't paying for Build Plus, so instead yeah. we're going to go through news from the Christmas weeks and a look at what's ha what happened last year. I mean, we had the title of the podcast, but I kind of gave it away. Um, yeah. But yeah, so no date on when directly now 2.0 is coming up, but I think it was like what the Smash show in London, Ontario, as it's London or Toronto, whichever one hasn't gone up, that wants to go up. You've got the obviously anniversary show, there's Dead End this weekend in uh, Hamburg. Uh, Borken. Borken, sorry. So there's four already, and when we get to the upcoming shows, they have got a lot coming up. So yeah. yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to be hearing a lot more of Dave Bradshaw than I, you know, probably uh, get used to. But um, we'll see when that comes up. But of course, over Christmas, uh, DirectW make a point of announcing names and stuff for Carrot Weekend, and we got quite a few there. Yes. So go through uh, some spoilers for the anniversary show. Unfortunately, that's going to be intertwined. But at this point, it's been um, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah, we can sort of go through what has happened. Um, so at the moment, really, it's. <laughs> If you don't know what's happened already, you, you uh, well, to be honest, we don't know. We don't really know um, if it's going to be imminently. It might be coming out tomorrow. It might be coming out in a month or so. So we don't know. So um, yeah. So they were they did the traditional um, announcement of who was who was going to anniversary. Sorry, not going to anniversary. Going to carrot over Christmas, didn't they? So yep, so at anniversary, Christmas yeah, Eve, Metahan, Christmas Day and Christmas and Boxing Day. Yes, yeah, so at anniversary, I had Metahan Bobby Guns. Uh, they're doing rematch in Hamburg for that, for that coward spot. guess that's as non-spoilery as we can go with that. Yeah. Um, names we've got announced without any asterisks. So Maggot, uh, Francesco Akira, who was meant to have been in Coward last year, but 
with injury sidelined. Uh, so he's in Carrot this year, and I believe unless there's any, well, as of now at least, he's one half of the uh, IWGP Junior Tag Champions in New Japan. So that could be a very Jonathan Gresham-ish. You know, can you show their belt on? Yeah. Um, another name uh, from Japan, Shikahiro Irie. He's part of Carrot again, doing the all or nothing. On, he's, he's, he's as German as David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Oh, God, please don't make him sing David Hasselhoff in a circle. <laughs> uh, and also, Peter Tahani, he's been added to the current lineup. So, I think we're like eight or nine names now. Uh, obviously, not yeah, we're halfway you. there now, I think. They're doing the uh, Road to Carrot and Bielefeld next month. So, there'll be two names there. So, a few to be added. Uh, Fuminori Abe, he's also going to be part of the weekend, but only for ambition, they've announced. So, it's a yeah. bit of a curious one. Like, no. I would expect you to have done both, but that kind of thing usually indicates like they're not flying him all the way for Japan for you know an afternoon show. Well, yeah, the thing is, it's so you don't you don't need to be in Carrot to be on the Carrot weekends, and you know, Irie Irie almost in a way is a uh, sorry not Irie sorry Abe is in a way you know he's the person you want to chuck in the alternate four way, isn't he? Um, you know, you want to give him a big marquee match at inner circle um you know you want him to be on the we love wrestling show on the sunday morning so i bloody yeah, hope so yeah exactly um so you know Abe, give me give me as much of him as possible um not in the tournament but it lets him do the interesting stuff you know it lets him do yep. a few uh i've kind of if you if you've ever had a conversation about me to me at one of these shows you'll always you'll know that actually for me the tournament is the least interesting thing that happens over 16 carat weekend for me. So um it's all the other stuff which makes me sort of excited. So yeah, Arbe being in that is um it's really exciting for me. We've got a couple more names which well one has been announced, one is you know jigsaw of identification pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so your favourite Dave Everett, she's announced uh, she's actually gonna be doing a big old tour of Europe, uh starting back to the roots so January twenty eighth, so what, three weeks time. Yep. Ending up in Leipzig on April 23rd, so that's definitely including with Carrot Week. Yep. And yes, yeah, the third run, she obviously did Carrot last year. Um, you know, she was over for you no know, tag festival, uh, you no know, back end last year. And this is the third one, already had a reign of women's title. I think I wouldn't be too surprised she gets another shot or run of the belt just you no know, way of being building things up. But we've yep. got her and and another name, uh, Becca, she's expected to be part of the weekend. So she's announced she's in Europe for a few dates in March. And there's a massive old TBA on the 10th to the 12th of March, covered weekend. Um, yes, she's done two, yeah. yeah, she's done two tours of Europe. One in February last year, which was really short because of an injury. Then did three matches in XW last July. Um, I can't for life remember where I think one was against Baby Allison after she lost her title. So... So two Americans over for Carrot Weekend, you'd expect. So yeah, and unless she's doing uh, Rev Pro in Stevenage, um, and that's not being announced, then <laughs> then yeah, I think it would be can, weird. Yeah, we can assume. Uh, we can we can. There was a yeah. There's that. There's also. Um, are we okay to say about the person who has been announced for the show in February? Uh, Golfers. Yeah. So um, I do apologise for that. Um, I wanted to Mike Kilby. <laughs> no, no, keep it. Oh, there we go. Um, 
yes, I still have a landline. Um, the uh, someone who was announced, um, someone who, who who was announced for the, I think it was the Bielefeld show, um, was Sebastian Suave. Obviously, he's going to be over with the uh, Smash contingency. We assume for uh, the uh, WXW Now and Friends show. So he's yep. been announced for the uh, for the uh, for that. Um, but yeah, then there's also a few people who have kind of been well and truly ruled out of the, the show as well. Um, obviously, uh, Killer Kelly has been uh, booked elsewhere that weekend, so we can assume that she's not going. So it appears that she's been booked for a serial killer convention. Is that what it was? Pretty sure something like that was like a horror movie yeah. thing. I mean, a horror movie sort of con- convention. So unfortunately, it doesn't look like that she'll be there that weekend, which is a shame. Um, and uh, unfortunately, there was another one which was announced. Well, that does have some of some implications for anniversary, but somebody is out of action until at least the summer. Yeah, so we've announced two names gone. Oh, she she's out of action until summer. Uh, on the anniversary show, she was attacked by Amboss. Uh, the was tweeted last week or two. Taking time out to recover, and then she'll be studying through. Uh, I think said end of su- end of the beginning of summer. So, you want an early shout for shortcut to the top? No, there's a bit from the outside better. I mean, she yeah. came pretty close this, uh, last year. So, yeah, not as stuff as you might think as, as far as the prediction. And it certainly yeah. explains why they did want again this love spoiler stuff for anniversary. But hey, they didn't demand yet. But it also explains why we went one way in a match. Which we, I thought, would you know, maybe have held off for until carrots. So, exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah, so a couple of faces coming in, a couple, no, one not going to be around. Uh, two more news bits. So, we've talked about this a few times when we run up to Christmas. Uh, the WXW Wrestling Academy did a, I guess, pre Christmas show, December 23rd. Uh, they raised over 1,200 euro for the animal shelter in Gelsenkirchen. To show the kids from the wrestling academy classes uh, put together they did the, like match graphics that kind of stuff and all the entrance fees like ticket money was donated to the charity plus people like myself who donated to watch basically go from the entrance uh, stand uh, they live streamed it uh pretty good show for for what it was um a couple of results you had ultima sombra beat baby allison which was a bit unexpected but i think it was you know extenuating circumstances there uh, Mike Schwartz beat Tempesta in. I'm going to absolutely butcher this, so I'll give you German and English. Yeah, they had the um, was the disco Vamzerai in the yeah. in shotgun, so this be Christmas brawl. And then Anil Marek did double duty, he beat Jacob Crane to stop him from saving the donation money, which I could go one way with that, so I'm just gonna say. Yeah, if he was really going to steal, she deserves all the body slams he got that night. Well, at least the good person won, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. one, uh, Anil Marek, of course, made his return at the anniversary show on the pre-show. Um, didn't win, which surprised me, but uh, yeah, back after being out since coward of a shoulder injury. That's something we missed by not covering the show. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah. hopefully that that match at least will come up soon. The uh, animatic return. Uh, it's on YouTube. They did put the pre-show up, oh. Um, oh, okay. along with Rambo and Last Stray from Dragon Gate, which was more as advertised. But yeah, I think it's only in German, but it is on the Wrestle YouTube if you look for it. Um, okay. And speaking of the video streaming, since we may as well bookend all this, 
WXW advertised today for crew members for WXW Now. They're looking for freelancers to work with video team with experience in VT, playback, live graphics, audio mixing and all that, as long as well as like setup and teardown and all that yep. stuff. Uh, the job specs on the WXW website, if you want to apply, you've got to the end of the month. Um, it's Mark Shuttle, you know, he's heading up the team now, and I know he tweeted in his own account, so this isn't you know, you know, behind the curtain or anything like that, but the, I'd guess the whole thing with build, you know, that build almost live uh, stream was his words a bit more, well, not his words, but you know, his sentiment, a bit more stressful than perhaps it could have been. So, yeah, I guess if you're looking for extra crew members for this, for live mixing and all that, that maybe suggests we're going to start going down the live route. I mean, from what I've heard, uh, we now is expected to move to VHX. It's like a okay. Vimeo white label service. It's the same one Ref Pro uses, and they've been streaming virtually all right. their stuff since they moved. And so... it's not been having any problems either, has it? The, um, the only problems for Ref Pro once have had has been, and I'm being generous here, probably it's one Rev of Pro Pro's rather than the Pat platform. Yeah. Yeah. Rev Pro or you know, the, the venues uh, Wi Fi rather than <laughs> VHX, which I mean. We're not knocking you, Andy. We love you, really. No, no, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, we was I think was the December two to nine show. I was watching when I was when I was away, and I think that went up in like four or five parts because the feed kept cutting. Oh, Again, okay. that's down. That's down to the venue. They did a show in Saint Neots. Uh, was it uh, Friday the thirtieth? So just just a week. Up. That feels a lot longer than a week. Up. But yeah, they did a show in Saint Neots that streamed live. No problems whatsoever. So oh, I think it's more if the internet holds up and. Guys in Germany, feel free to insert your you know, jokes about the quality of the German internet, but hey, we have issues too. But um, so yeah, so that's something to maybe look forward to. And yeah, if uh, we're doing live streaming a bit more often, then yeah, that might. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't expect them to have Dave Bradshaw over for every show. Like I, I don't see him going to Balkan for a wheel of wrestling random taping, but certainly the big shows, it opens up. Yeah, the but door they don't, they don't necessarily thing. need to have. Dave for those because as I say you can have someone like Met Met Damasi do it. You could have Andy Jackson do it. You know, there's there's plenty of people who could do it. Yeah. I mean think Live, all the guys yeah. think all the guys we have for German commentary are dual right, I mean, like, Se- um Sebastian Chris, can do it as yeah, well. Sebastian Christian yeah. Met Andy and you no know, no I mean correct me we've gone over for but Met he's fairly Brilliant. new like yeah he he did ring announcing for the Academy show and it's like you would not know, you know, listening to his stuff, but I'm making a bit for assumption that English not his native tongue. You know, that's how natural some seem to be slipping in. Like you've got you no know, Germans, you no know, German speakers are folks who are more at home, you know, speaking German to cover all my bases. This is completely uh, speculation. Maybe we should actually just ask him. But I assumed he was American and moved to Germany. Um. Let me ask that, and if I get a response by the end of the day or end of the stream, we can pat pat it in. But um... <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're just speculating on the nationality of somebody. But <laughs> I thought, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, no, we're, we, we we like you, Matt. So it's not, it's not, we're not, we're not saying it in a bad way. So. Anyway, <laughs> uh, before we dig ourselves into any kind of bother and get ourselves banned from Carrot Weekend, uh, let's look back at last year. So. Not we've written up some of the you know main beats for 2022. I'm not going to go through all of them, but go month by month, and some of them will be busier than others. But uh, yeah, January just for one show at the Kafik Schlacht, and yeah, this can't tell you how far we've come in a year. 
Uh, Robert Trisk and Anil Marek losing in a handicap Kavik Schlacht against uh, Margaret Heisenberg and Baby Allison. Yes. Um, it was the sort of the big return to the Kavik Schlacht. And uh, it, this this felt like the, the first show of new WXW, I think. Uh, yeah. In that We've sort of done sense, shows with a crowd at the back end of 2021, but this was the first full year with crowds and okay, yeah. some restrictions, but no, not to the level where we were having to you know, deal with in the second half of 21. Yeah, to, like 2020, 2021, um, the show, it was still a little bit zombie WXW. It was still sort of, it felt a lot like a, uh, you know, it was an online promotion really for most of the year. Um, there was a lot of, um, because they still were doing the, they did the the blitz turn year, which was a bit of a disaster. I think I don't think that's a controversial thing to say. Um, and then we had the the big farewell from um, Valter um, before he retired at, uh, anniversary. But um, yeah, this felt like the when you when you say sort of how far things have gone. I say this kind of felt like the start of the new era in a way for me. Of course, elsewhere in the show, Axel Tischer retained the Unified World Wrestling title against Slovaniel. There's a um, no full circle thing when we come to uh, the show yeah. this, this month. Uh, I was a hungry kept the tag titles over Sens of Ultra, Eigel Blanc, and one from left field for Shotgun Champion, Absolute Andy, beat Dennis Dolnig, which there's a name we haven't heard of in shows for a long while. It's astonishing that Lavaniel was, uh, was title contender for over a year now really isn't it on and off yeah yeah long term uh, project almost constantly really he was always in the storyline evolved around it so mm-hmm. that's astonishing really isn't it someone easily put out of mind with other stuff going on i guess yeah uh february just had the road 16 carat gold tournament dennis dolnig page to honey qualified because oh, precursor to 16 carat gold um, Tristan Archer won the world title from Axel Tischer main event of Championship Saturday. Also had Levi, uh, Jörn Simmons and yeah, Levine said as well. Uh, Jonathan Gresham won carrot. Iwie cracked Abe for headbutt and ambition, which still hear that now. I, I still have, I still get nightmares of that laugh. Um, <laughs> but no, that's the thing. Remember, it's that headbutt. Without looking at the notes, who won ambition last year? Good question. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, it was Bobby oh, Guns, wasn't it? Bobby yes. Guns, because he yeah. went out in round one. Um, ever ever beat him, Klasky to win women's title, Coward Weekend. Uh, more title changes. Uh, Fast Time Moodle, Steffi Mays won the tag title from Mouser Hungry. Absolute Andy had to vacate the shotgun title. Ninja Mac won it. Yes. Uh, uh, he, was, he was a very late addition to Coward Weekend, from I remember. Like, that was so, like the so weekend of. Yeah, so that was Thursday. Um, Thursday afternoon. He was announced. He was, um, the decision was made Thursday morning, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, that was, that's the impression I got from Tass when yep. we spoke to him uh, ahead of Carrot. He was a literally last minute of last minute people. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it was, uh, he slotted in and uh, he'll forever be, he'll forever be a uh, member of the, uh, the the Shotgun Hall of Fame crew now because he, he's 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 a shot he was shotgun champion the, the most prestigious belt in the top, in the champ company so. and then um, went on to win a belt and no by mr by accident because of an injury which 
I don't want to say if this was an accidental one, but she was hell wasn't the plan going into the weekend. So they're <laughs> stupid. It's a match profile. Of course, Maggot won by the end of the weekend and never looked back. Um, yeah. yeah, and then end of the weekend, uh, Francis Kasman got attacked by Robert Dreisker after the carrot final. He st- stood down. Yeah, yeah, retired from WXW again. Uh, April, uh, we had Norman Harris being the new director of sports and then put himself in all the shotgun lottery matches. Uh, Yearn won the Unified World Wrestling title from Tristan Archer, and he's the first and so far only three time champion, which is a bit yeah. of a surprise. That one, um, Baby Allison won her title back from Ava Neva, no, beat Ava Neva in Frankfurt to win women's title. And, and this, then this was around the time, I think, sort of saying about uh, Baby Allison that. Carrot and carrot and sort of this period, I, I think it's it's fair to say that Baby Alice had never been considered somebody. Um, I'll be honest, she was never considered somebody who was that any good. To be completely honest, was she? I think it was kind of widely considered she didn't wasn't really anything. But this this past sort of this the period that she had sort of towards in twenty twenty uh, twenty one into Carrot. The, the the difference you could if if you if you told me there were two different wrestlers I would have believed you I think at that point and I think this she had a, this start of this this uh, the fact she got this women's title win sort of in her hometown I think it's really established that this was I think key to establishing her as one of the the top people in WXW and yeah. even, now she's she she can hold her own and like she's getting involved with the storylines now as well and it's yeah she's really really key part of the company now. It's not just coming in for a few matches to fill out the card. It's, yeah. I mean, it's that match with uh, Alice Inc. at the back end of this year that really jumped off the page. And yeah. you know, you'd expect it to be a case that you no know, match of when, not if, uh, mm. gets back around in the title picture. Um, also had, uh, yeah, we touched upon this briefly, uh, Dennis Stolnig injured oh. his knee in uh, Papenburg. Poor uh, I mean, he finished the match, which, you no, know, there's one thing, you know, you know, you, I remember watching that back, and you, know, you don't really see where the injury happened, or you no, know, being that obvious. He's out for you, and I guess knee, you know, knee injury. You'd expect something anytime now, maybe coming towards carrot, depending on how bad the injury was when the surgery and all that was. But um, you're not yeah, expecting uh, injuries on Abian. The 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 hope is yes, he's back for carrot as a surprise. That would be lovely. Um, that would be a Saturday Saturday evening. Mystery person in the in a tag team match, you know the tag team gauntlet. Get Dennis Dolnig out, brilliant stuff. That's what you want, I think. And I'm now getting flashbacks through the circle last year, where his entrance never stopped it in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, to be fair, I'd not want my entrance to finish as well against uh, AC Romero. So you know. Yeah. Uh, heading into May, Harris ended the shotgun title lottery because he couldn't win the belt, and he still hasn't. So, uh, could he nose up to spite your own face, Norman? Um, they resumed doing live events but didn't make tapes starting in Orbit Traveling, which is a shame. Uh, yeah. But again, no, I guess when he's starting a full schedule, you don't want everything making tape. The Rev Pro problem. Mm. Um, Stephanie Mays injured knee again. Fast time mood refused to pick a new partner. So he ends up on his own in a freeway match, Rotten Plot won the titles. And we've not heard that much of Stephanie May since, which. I know she's back in training. I've seen bits on Instagram and what have you, but yeah, I think it's um, no, definitely put a span the works of Fast Time Mudo and WXW this year. That was past year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, Mudo, 
um, sort of in a reflection. I think you know Mudo was kind of one of the stars of the. Um, we've said this before, but Mudo was one of the stars of the the close set era. He kind of came out of nowhere, but um, you know, really, really sort of pulled pulled his socks up. Well, he wasn't wearing any, but <laughs> he, oh God, no. He, he, uh, he, you know, he, he really sort of kicked it up a gear, I think, in sort of the closer era, but kind of feel like he's been sinking a bit ever since. I don't think sort of when he come back to the crowds, it doesn't seem to have come across the way maybe we would have liked it to have. So moving to June, and we finally returned for Mark Toller and had an impromptu Ironman match. Uh, I think the original was with Jonathan Gresham and Tristan Archer. Gresham pulled out. So instead, we got an hour-long Axel Tischer Tristan Archer Ironman match, which I yeah, think live didn't, yeah, didn't go down well live. I know, so more than a few people say they put off Ironman matches for, for a while with that, which again, you no know, needs must. You know when you have no, no next yeah. to no notice, you do what you can do. You know, um, Gresham did get his title shot a week later. They did a double head with Oberhausen, uh, broken rules and some wheel of wrestling tapings. Um, lost via count out to Tristan Archer. Uh, that weekend ball was more notable for one other thing. Yeah, I've returned it for Hua. Yeah. yeah, of course. Sexy. <laughs> Sexy. Um, no, of course, we meant to amboss. Um, the one thing in wrestling I cannot do around the dog because every time I do the handout and the douche, but my dog tries to bite me. Every time I do the amboss <laughs> thing. Uh, honey the dog jumps up and starts going for me. He's like, okay, I that's probably something to pass on, but yeah. So unfortunately, she's not done for TV yet when I've been watching Amboss, but match for time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Robert Dreisker, I was a hungry Lawrence Roman, new four man group. I guess you know, the easy comparisons on day one was all oh, the new rise, but they yeah. kind of haven't you know, run roughshod over the whole promotion. It's just been they, they, think, they've kind of. They've kind of been bullies, really, for people who they've, they've been trained. bullies to lower, lower sort of lower level people. And as I say, I think the, I think almost the Kfish slap thing coming up soon is a little bit too early because you want sort of in the summer, summer sort of time, you want the Kfish slap sort of thing, but you want Amboss versus you know the WXW Super Team. You want you know the big stars going off against Amboss, like you want. You want a Tisha Guns Simmons and I don't know Tiani sort of thing. You want that sort of match to to come, and I don't know whether we will get that. But yeah, it's they've they have sort of they've run rough shot over the lower mid card. Uh, they've and not mostly, gone after mostly their trainees as well. Let's be frank, yeah. they've not gone after the maggots. They've not gone after the you know the the guns or the Simmonses. They've gone after the lower mid card, and you know it's it's they, they could do better. Well, fairly days of Amboss, and we're all about that, but go to July. Uh, to we back in Hamburg, this time at the Grunspan. Uh, lovely looking venue, mine. It's all, all standing, so a bit of a problem when you have like a stag party dressed up as Hulk Hogan on the hard cap side. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there was also a show that saw the end of Only Friends. This was a dead end course in July. Uh, they failed to beat Rotten Flot. The stipulation was the losers couldn't take part at the World Tag Festival. Only friends and... who released the best worst T-shirt of <laughs> uh, in WWE history. Um, the I, most I psychedelic that... entrance video as well. Yeah. It is the best bad T-shirt I've ever seen. So there we go. Uh, Only in wrestling. Yeah. 
Um, we also had a who were beating Norman Harris for a shot at Tristan Archer's title. That was something whose contract he swapped him out when he came back. And there's a load of these pitfalls. I mean, Norman, you suck as a, an admin if you let all these get by you. But, yep, he beat Norman Harris, got a shot at the title. And, uh, yeah, Tristan Archer beating Jörn Simmons with some help from Vincent Heisenberg. That meant Jörn couldn't get a title shot as long as Archer was the champion. Seemed to be a bit of a theme this. A lot of do a bunch of matches and then invite you disqualified from having another goal. And end of July, we said goodbye to Essen Kartenberg. Uh, the Wrestling Academy moved out and upstick to Gelsenkirchen. And the Plumbers moved into the old Academy building in Essen. So... Yeah, no more uh, no more trips to Essen Zolferein North uh, anymore. Uh, I mean, we well, can still go can there. Still go, yeah. I have to admit, I, I've always wanted to go to the um, the big the big uh, mine thing, the actual Zolfrein. I've yeah. actually always wanted to do that, but I've never had time on a weekend. So that, I have to one one year. I'm going to go a day early and just go to that because <laughs> it's... and get stuff locked in Tim's toilet as well, just for all time's uh, sake. Yeah, I, I will never ever get locked in Tim's toilet anymore, or Dreisker's dumper, or any other uh, variations on that theme. Um, yeah. So it's, it, it was sad to go there, but as I say, we'll, we'll go on to it in a minute, but they are in a great place now. So August, Levaniel won Shawcut at the top to keep the whole Levaniel being around title contention the whole year stuff. Uh, we went back to Paris to run show, a show of APC. Uh, Tristan Archer won the Fight for Paris tournament. Uh, Calypso beat Baby Elson by count out in a, no, in a non-title match there. Uh, she then earned a title shot at uh, Shock at the top. She won that one by count out. Um, of course, Archer beat Ahu to retain the Unified World title and at Shortcuts. Just to jump in here, this was also the this same weekend. They also had the uh, the uh, Vans show. Yes, the one yeah. that got streamed with the guy who brain think, mess or something. Like that. Uh, it was brain dead for clothing, but the guy who was. Um, Stream, which I forget, I forget his name. Poor Dave Bradshaw. You had, you could tell, I mean, he won't be fair. The guy did warm to by the end, but you could tell at the start it was a more of an ascent of I'm spending my Friday night watching this. <laughs> I mean, it was a hell of a show, and I think it's still up on the van's YouTube page. And I know, uh, Tristan Archer and Idle Blanc did get released on, well, you can watch it for a moment because it's offline. Uh, the um, WXW, oh, go. Zoo Garbin Volume Three, the offcut yeah. show. Um, but yeah, if it's on Twitch, you know, uh, also was it Axel Tischer and Swerve Strickland, which yeah, that was the Volto versus Lycos as well. Yep, yeah, some bookings yeah. which uh, must be out left field, but not for complaining. But mm, yeah, then of course the debut of Directly Fight Forever. Uh, so we're doing a taping every other month at the new building in Gelsenkirchen, from the uh, Gelsenkirchen Fight Club. Um, Match has been released on YouTube. No, I guess it's kind of canon, I guess. You know, it's not like it's being filmed in a vacuum while trying to weave stuff together. Like the November stuff did have stuff which bled into the anniversary uh, matches. Yeah, there were some things which had implications, yeah. So, you know, it is, you know, it isn't just matches thrown up for the sake of it. And obviously, you know, we've seen this year, WXW's YouTube channel, they've moved it towards being more of an English-speaking language. So... No, if you no, know, so it's gone more for the non-German market, which I guess if you've got to pick between one and the other, I guess that's a, you know, a good way to go. At least, no, yeah. speaking Celtic, at least, if you don't want to it have does, duplicates, it does make me consider 
query why they don't just upload both though and just do one in German and one in English. I don't know. Um, Probably. Maybe it avoids somebody typing in Bobby Guns WXW and then watching a match in German and says, well, this was rubbish because I, I didn't understand a word. I, I suppose it avoids that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I saw a while back when obviously it's gone horribly off topic. Um, Linus Tech Tips had a YouTube channel. Yes. They were talking about YouTube apparently have the option for alternate audio tracks. Again, I no, I know yeah. our YouTube channel for this. I literally just upload, rip of this, and post. I guess it's not very user friendly. No, it's something that will work for the end result, but certainly if it's something that, you know, if you could you know, have two files and upload and go right. Um, no, because we're all going to be the same length, it's just the audio dubbing with changes. I mean, they used to do it from the old WXW now. It, it can't be that. Uh, I say, yeah, we are going off topic, but surely it's an element of Google will look at your account and go, this person's English or this guy's American. They will give, or this guy's from Czech Republic. We're going to give him the English commentary. Yeah. And then this guy's from Austria. We'll give him the German commentary. I, I don't know. Maybe. Or the fact that just whatever language your Google account is in, surely it would just yeah. change whatever matches that. But, I um, know YouTube is a bit unfriendly in terms of you know, functionality yeah. of traits, but yeah, maybe one see, you know, if, if there's an explosion with, you know, Fight Forever early days. Uh, September, not much happening. They took a late summer holiday, but you can probably speak this bit more. They debuted in Vienna with, um, was it SimCity, the venue? Uh, yes, SimCity, which was a... Um... Great computer game. <laughs> yeah, great computer game. Uh, not the biggest crowd ever. Um, it was a it was a um, sort of a promoted show. Uh, WXW did the show, but it was promoted by another promoter, as is fairly common with... It's, sub, it's something like, I think about 40% of their WXW shows tend to be those ones, so... You know, you tout your ones in places like um, uh, Folder, Folder, Beelaf. They they tend to be promoted by local people, but they're they're promoting WXW and that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, Vienna was a similar thing. Uh, interesting venue, a little bit like the Dome um, in Cracknell Park. If you've ever been there, coming on to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, it was a decent little show. Um, but yeah, it was the first show in in Austria, and everybody was confused why the hell I was there. <laughs> I'll be fair, a lot of people have you know, saying, what the fuck are you doing here, Mike? It's that thing for that whole week. <laughs> people were very confused. They were like, why have you come to Vienna to watch this? That took a wrong turn. In fairness, everybody said, why have you come to Vienna? And then it says, by the way, I really like Vienna. It's so good. So yeah, it's a good idea coming here, but... Most people, yeah, it was a bit of a confusion for <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> so again, uh, end of September, we had Inner Circle 12, the first one at the new Gelsenkirchen venue. Feature uh, yeah. Fumino RB and Masha Slambridge starting their great weekends there. Um, and Shikahiro Iwie nearly killing all of us on that corner of the ring after the sweat box didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Landing on it. Yeah, the uh, first also, time he did um, that cannonball into the ropes, the, where the, he the, didn't the, go for back, and yeah, Nearly spills out the ring into three or four of us, which, yeah, flashbacks to Mouillet this year. The other near injury was uh, Lawson nearly getting punched full on in the face by uh, Ilya Bloom. Oh, God, I forgot about that. That, that was it, it literally, he felt, he felt the, he said he felt the hairs on his nose rustle. That was how close it was. 
Um, it's not going to get bad at PWG this weekend, is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, fingers crossed, poor bugger. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was that was another near injury. Um, it's it's very intimate, as what we'd say about the inner circle. Yeah. It is intimate. What's your slight about uh, the Essen venue? You know, I mean, one thing we didn't say, bring it up now. That Essen show uh, was all standing. Yeah. Um, and not bear in mind, no, that was back when you had to wear masks, and there was no way around it. Um, so it was a nice you know, way to go out. It wasn't yeah, sit you know, in, in an orderly queue around the ring or anything like yeah. that. So it's a good way to leave Essendon. As long as you can get the temperature under control, if it means we've got to wear shorts or even worse. I'm, then I'm preparing to be... wear shorts. shorts I, I, we've already said this. I am never going to that venue in the middle of summer. Well, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if there's three foot of snow in March. I'm wearing shorts. I'm <laughs> wearing shorts inside that venue. Um, it, it was to the point where, and it wasn't particularly warm that weekend. It was at a point where, as as I came out of that show, I immediately took my shirt off. That was how hot it was. Um, I mean, these shows just went up on the network over you know, weeks up to Christmas. And you can see, me, me in particular, because I'm a fat sod, you can see me in particular with a camera and it's like snap snap swipe snap snap swipe there's that <laughs> like i've never had my eyes sting because of sweat before yeah and like it was like you no know, it was like i think single, you slowly turned thing. red during that show as well well didn't all of us but um yeah <laughs> the you know we get it's like you no know, single digits and celsius outside it's like it's gonna be great for weight cutting but what's what we're planning on doing though yeah but uh, anyway, Tag Festival in October, um, fair bit went on. Tristan Archer defended the title against Mike Bailey. Uh, French Dolls won the tag titles, which, you know, going back to, you know, them being, ch- you know, challenger back in January, now they won the titles. Uh, Norman Harris wound up Levaniel all weekend long. Levaniel was originally ruled out the weekend of injury, came back, somehow didn't get his title shot and had to, was he had to beat uh, Jacob Crane to get the title shots. And of course, uh, the Barico boys, I'm now blank on the name, Joe Keys and Dante one. Caballero, uh, <laughs> interfered with their belts and all that. So, Levaniel had the title shot, but you know, being wound up throughout. Then, Bielefeld after the weekend, uh, Pretty Bastards and the French Adores went to no contest, um, kept that little tag feud going until the end of the year. Yeah. I think for Mr. Fair, but I would obviously had Alison Quinn's uh, Femme Vitale then won the title the next night. Um, I think the only thing I can you know, really jump out from that weekend, uh, not, not a match because we're going to talk about this, I guess, when we do our picks for matches and all that for year. Uh, who are nearly vomiting on me on night three? Yeah. That uh... whole match where he had, you no, know, because the storyline he had was it. Night one, he wrestled on Saturday, or he went to his brother's wedding. Night three, he's hung over and spent the whole match dry heaving. Great. great yeah, stuff. it was great stuff. Um, <laughs> that was great stuff. Um, the, the only thing I would say about World Tag League Festival is that was WXW as we know it. Um, Carrot was, uh, as I said, Carrot was like one of the most positive weekends I've ever, you know, positive wrestling events, actually just general events I've ever been to. Simply because it it was good to be back, but WXW World Tag Team Festival was the WXW we know and the WXW we love. Um, I think you know it was the the match quality was back right right back up to where it 
we we what we like it to be um we'd also had you know six people who came to carrot had six months of knowing the new guys so then it felt a bit familiar with that sort of sense so you know w- with that I, I feel like that they've just really really nailed world tag team festival I, I say i think it's one of the best i i genuinely think it's one of the best weekenders i've ever done in wwe yep. for sure um it would it would be in my top three i think and and I think helped by the fact that you know, we had, you know, some degree of rice pudding by the end of the weekend. You know, there wasn't, you know, we had French Doors and yeah. for final. I know there was a little bit of disgruntlement over, you know, the double count out Marie Styles. Maybe a bit to NXT for some people's tastes, but, yeah. you know, it, it did end up, you know, with you know, the good guys winning and celebrating. So, you know, let's see if, you know, if we get rewarded like the carrot or whether it's back to bread and water again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you, after that, after that length of time, you have to send everybody home. Um, and I think you know the way to end sixteen karat gold was brave. Um, it was brave, you know, to have the end with you know Dreisker turning and you know laying out Gresham. Um, you know that was a brave decision. Um, yeah, but, but think... you know it, it paid off in the long run because you've got you've got a very hot hill in Dreisker with. You know, Ambos. So, we'll go but, back yeah, nine you... months on this, and my memory's a little bit fuzzy before that. But they had the whole, you know, Gresham Money gave a speech. You no, know, if I can do it, you can too. Then Trice came out and attacked, and then after they went off air, they did the whole farewell for Catchy, which yes, it was. You no, know, obviously didn't make, you no, know, didn't get released anywhere, but super jarring if it had. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. If if you weren't upset about the uh, you weren't upset about the Dreisker thing, you were upset because of you know the, the really very really heartfelt sort of um, farewell to Katya. So yeah, it was it was it was a bit of a tug and it was a bit of a jarring end to the weekend, really, wasn't it? It was positive but, except for the last hour. Yeah. Moving on to November, uh, Levaniel is forced to use a shock, shock and title shot. There had been a video released a few days before, um, you know, but he'd been injured in training. He lost in short order to Tristan Archer. Then they pulled the big reset. You, Norman, you've overstepped your boundaries. All your actions have been undone. So he, he starts his title shot in play. Uh, Alison defended women's title against Baby Allison in Frankfurt. You know, I'd say. If people watched probably a late shout for match video or definitely on people's ballots with WXW. And then we did that double header in Canada with Smash. Only one of the two shows have gone out, so can't really say too much more on that. Um, December, again, can't really say much because it ain't on VOD yet. Uh, but big spoilers Levaniel won the unified world title over Tristan Archer. After it's on finally... their Twitter, so yeah, they've, <laughs> they've posted. I'm not, yeah. not I'm yeah. not, not telling you how the puddings made or anything like that, but no. He finally got his title shot while healthy. Levaniel's won the title. Uh, Rotten Flot failed to beat the French Doors, so they are now barred from going to the tag titles. At least all the French Doors have the belts, so new champion, new challenges needs, I guess, at some point. And yeah, that was the year that was 2022. First full year with crowds since the pandemic, and a lot going on, even if it does feel like uh, Levaniel's in the main event scene quite a bit. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's a. Looking back at the year, it's been a year. I think they've had to, they've obviously had to adjust, and you know, all indie, 
all independent promotions or you know small 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 promotions have to do an element of sort of booking on the fly, don't they? Um, so it's got to be nimble and react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I say the, the the strength of Doric W has always been, you know, they have a really really good core roster, and you can chuck somebody in a little bit left field, and everyone goes, "Oh, that's weird," but yeah, we get it. Um, Lavaniel's sort of year has been I, I reflecting on the the result. I'm not thrilled um, to, to say the least. It's not something I'm particularly overexcited. But to be honest, for me, I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but the the unified title has never been that well booked. I think in DoXW, it's never been one that. You know, barring maybe the the uh, the twenty seventeen into twenty eighteen sort of period, I don't ever think it's the most. It's always felt a bit like people sort of been thrown towards it without much um, thing. And Lavagna is a gamble. Um, I don't know how many people. I mean, people people will buy tickets for Carrot regardless, but I don't know how Lavagna can step into a big Saturday night title shot, title match on the Saturday night of Carrot. Yeah, that's going to be the big gamble. And I yeah. think especially with... Like, that's the right, single swim time. Yeah, I think right now, obviously, we're doing, you know, Levaniel and Archer again in Hamburg this weekend. Um, not, not scrolling down a bit the upcoming cards and you've got, you know, that you have um, Axel Tischer getting a shot at Back to the Roots. Mm. Um, and then after that was the bad sacking, you've got Yearn and Tristan Archer. I mean, I think we kind of you know, spitballed a while back. I think you, know, you, Yearn, Levaniel. Yearn, Levaniel, yes. But then, you know, again, we can, you know, it's not something you can't do, but it also feels like you know, you're going from Yearn and Heisenberg this weekend. It's a quick turnaround, but again, who else is there right now? It's a quick turnaround, but there is a big. There's two big shows this this month. So there's there's back to, um, there's um, dead ends this weekend, and at the end of the month you've got back to the roots. So there there is time to do it. Plus, when you include Bielefeld, um, well, they're bad sacking, and I don't think it's going to be a recorded show. So no, it it wouldn't be turned down would, in time. I don't think. Would, for wouldn't, folks wouldn't to suspect watch. it would be. Yeah. So with that, you're kind of thinking, well, you've got. You've got at least three shows to do something with. So with that, I don't really think maybe you can't build something special. And you know, they could announce somebody great at Dead End and then they're like, Oh, you know, we've got Levaniel Tim Thatcher or something like that. Brilliant. Don't tease me. Um Yeah, but do I want to watch Levaniel versus Tim Thatcher? I don't know if I do. Um so yeah, it's a um, looking forward, uh, looking looking back, really really good year. Looking forward, not really sure what to say about <laughs> the world title. I, I think yeah, I think it's going to be one. If Levaniel is going to be a long term champion, it's going to be defined by who is who's challenging him. If one yes. because of his own lack of experience, and that's not to say he's he's no good, but I mean the, the whole story around him was Carrot twenty twenty. He was the joke who was you know, telling stories yeah. as DJ Hyde lost in that tag gauntlet. Yes, yes, he has. And the the, the worry is is that I, I don't think he's really progressed from that, even for now. 
and you know I've watched everything he's done since, and I still don't think he's progressed really much from it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. something, you know, like I said, sink or swim, and hopefully it's you know we're all pleasantly surprised. But yeah, uh, there's nobody who wants Lavagna to do well more than me. So yeah, yeah it's, it's it's not it's not, I'm not saying this as a thing. I just am very very concerned about that. So uh, we've got now the obligatory, I won't say awards, but a few like picks for you know, our favourite stuff of the year. And I'm not going to do them the order of putting these down, Mike. So yeah, no let's go with uh, let's do your pick, then mine will do the whole snake thing. Uh, most improved wrestler of 2022? Um, so I would say my most improved, uh, what I said earlier, I think Baby Allison um, for sure is one that is absolutely um kicked it out of the park this year um she's done very well um likewise um i think tristan archer as well and it seems a bit of an oxymoron to say that um archer considering he spent the most well let's say 75 percent of the year as champion uh, but i think that when he was he was he was nowhere in the conversation in in march even on the night of the the carrot he was nowhere near it yeah he won the title everybody the, uh, went nice. yeah he won the title and everyone went oh bloody hell um you know what have they done this for um but he's been perfectly serviceable the whole yep. whole year and um i think you know talk about somebody sort of grabbing the ball and running with it i think he's done well um sort of the the whole i think the character work he did at Tag Fest was really, really good. The whole talking in French. Because <laughs> that's one way to get heel heel out of Germans and English people. So yeah, piss um, off everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I think it would probably, for me, it would be a tie between Alison and uh, Archer. I went with Alison, but um, another name probably thrown is Heisenberg. Oh, yes. Just yes. because, again, it's one of these, the role he's had has been, I would say limited, but you know, when you've been the big guy and you've you know, not really worked like that to some extent, you know, he's kind of you know, grown out in that sense. And you know, I'm really interested to see how the match of the year and this weekend goes because you know, yes. that brawl and Bielefeld really jumped off the page. Um, again, I don't think it's anywhere like sink or swim, but in fact, he's working elsewhere a lot more now in you know, obvious, you know, place for do make tape. Uh, you know, he did Body Slam last year. He's been in GWF as well a few times. So hopefully that's just going to carry on progression. He's not just the guy that we allow. He's working everywhere that he can, which is yeah. what you should be doing. He's yeah. working Berlin. He's working for he's working for GWF, but he's also working quite a lot in Project Nova, uh, which is the um, which is um, Vinnie Defoe's um, sort of promotion Almost for like, young wrestlers in Berlin. I guess an official GWF developmental, if you want to, you know. Yeah, it, although it's, it, it's it's yeah, it's, that would be oversimplifying it, but yeah, it's it's a it's a German. Basically, the idea is there's lots of really really good young German slash European wrestlers. Let's get them all in one place. And in a way, the, the closest thing I consider it to be is a bit like the Trinity Brawl shows they were doing in Ireland. Oh God, it was yeah, just about anyone from um, was it Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but I kind of see like Project Nova is a bit like. The whole Trinity Brawl shows where it's everybody who's really, really good and young in 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 wrestling in Europe, all in one place. Let's light the room, make it look great, have some great matches for your for your show reel, and it's it's a it's a it's a really really fun promotion to watch. So 
sorry, bit of a tangent, but yeah, he's working <laughs> everywhere. Like you, we don't do both. Yeah, he, he's working. He's working everywhere. He really can do, and he seems to be avoiding the dodgy promotions in Germany as well, which, which is always a good thing to do. Knock on wood. So I'll <laughs> go go next on this one. Most underrated. I mean, say not by us, Hector. I mean, uh, yeah, I was say, do you need to ask me? Number one. Hector, yeah, Hector. I mean, it's it's it's. I think it's one of those, like with Mood or when Sefi Mays went down. Hector, I think, really struggled when uh, Dennis Dolnik went down injured. And I don't I say struggle, not since he sank, but whatever ideas they had, I mean, clearly, but, I mean, they had the whole thing where they, you know, the um, you know, love-hate relationship, they finally got on the same page and then, boom, Dennis's knee went. Um, I, I think Hector would have had... I think Hector and... Um, Hector and uh, Dolnik would have had the pretty bastards spot at Tagfest this year. Yeah. In the sense that they would have been the the face comedy team. I think that's kind of in my head that's what's happened. But to sort of say about Hector as I said, um I think I don't really know what there is in terms of um sort of promo ability because he doesn't really get a lot of them. That being said the bits I've seen of him he seems very good. But bell to bell, um crisp as anything. For a man of his size, for, for a man of his size, crisp as anything, he bases really well with for the for the luchas. His drop kick is. Uh, I I did a tweet. Uh, I saw a funny tweet that I <laughs> that I posted at Terra. Not to blow my own trumpet, but you know, if if Nikita Charisma is the professor at Dropkick University, then Hector is the vice chancellor. Like, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um. So yeah, I I. Uh, has to be number 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 one, um, Hector. Uh, number two, very very close. I'd say um, Ava Everett for me. Um, we said went about her last the other week. Um, really 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 good run. Um, and I think every time she's coming out, she's. I can remember a lot of what she's done this year, and I think that's half the battle. Pudi getting absolutely. She found the one American at that first in a circle, and yeah. oh boy, that that uh, was a way to uh, ingratiate yourself with a new crowd. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so move on to tag team of the year, um, and I'm gonna go with Rotten Flot just for the fact that I've always had a soft spot for tag teams that are bad guys, but yeah. do it like a. A nudge and a wink without being too, hey, we're cheating. Nudge, not like not being too, being too overbearing. But it, I guess best way I can describe like the Eddie Guerrero stuff, you know, in his heyday. No, they 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 should do. They did. They do underhanded things that make you cheer, but then they follow it up with underhanded things that make you want to bloody hit them with sticks. Tag festival this year when they yeah, beat exactly. Ambos. And the and whole thing for Nikita being tied on the poles, yeah. rolling in the time. Everyone came unglued. They, they they could have done that elsewhere and been booed out of the building. They 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 do they do underhanded things against the the good guys, and you want to hit them for it. But then they do underhand things against the really really evil bastards at Amboss. And yeah, I I'm I'm I think we're unanimous on this one for the, for sure. It, it is, it is, you know, 100%, I think, rotten plot. Brilliant. Say, I was so hungry, we probably would have come in second, had, you know, I mean, they lost the title, maybe had the titles during the pandemic issue era. Uh, obviously, they lost to uh, Moodle and Maze, a carrot. I think had Dover not gone down inch, I think that, no, 
with the current labor land they could have won the titles back over carrot over tag festival but yeah i think a rotten flot just for i mean all over the place i mean i was going back through um videos this, this year you know sadly never went anywhere they even almost have a feud of oscar which you know yes that whole show they spent chasing him around to the turbine hall Oscar, yeah yeah that was a good that was another good one yeah um yeah i just i, I think it's just from it was it was a home run year i think for a rough and flop they fitted very well into the whole you know kind of i think picked up a little bit where jfk left off even though they may be a little bit different um but they've kind of slotted into that spot in my eyes and wrestle of the year I'll let you go first on this one um i think for me uh just in general um i think you've got to go for maggots um Ooh, I, yeah okay if we probably agree on this one as well um maggot for me i think has um and I don't think it's just me who said this. You know, he's he's stepped out of the, not to say the shadow, but he stepped out a bit of the. You can be in the WXW mid card and you're popular with WXW people, but if you step out of that thing and you become known for being maggot and not known for being, oh, that's the guy who's really good in WXW. That's that's for me as a success. Um, one of the most organically over wrestlers I've seen. Yep. I think, you know, since Ilya... That, uh, that uh, shock and title match of Carrot, yeah. just wave that whole room, you know, almost yeah. as one for him, you know? It, yeah, organically over, you know, say, probably since Guns or Ilya, I think, although I've probably leaned towards more of Ilya's sort of, sort of style. Um, really, really good. Um, good performances outside of um, WXW as well. You know, he's had... He's somehow become one of the only good things that people say is any good about progress. So good on him for that. Um, he's, you know, worked. Yeah, he's he's got a great look. You know, he's the the the, the music works. You know, everybody loves everyone loves the catchy songs. Wood chips and mulch. Wood chips and mulch on uh, Warner Chapel if you want to find it. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, for me, he's just a total package. I think you know, bell to bell, really, really good. Um, the sky's the limit for him, I think. Um, you know, I think he could, he could, I think he could go worldwide. To be completely honest, yeah. um, but he, did, he did swell in Canada at least, I'm sure, but it yeah. has gone out. Yeah. So, you know, if it was, if we were looking at a WrestleMania weekend coming up where there was a WXW show and Maggot was also doing everything else, then I think you could be looking at a. You know, a summer of maggot, just a summer of maggot in general. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, it's 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 maggot is number one for me without a question. So we said one A being maggot. So I would say for one B, got to be uh, Robert Dreisker, if only just because of the versatility. I mean, you know, we start the year as a good guy, but still, you know, a little bit curmudgeonly pissed off with his trainees. You know, lost in the carrot final. That was the motivation to snap and ultimately form Amboss. No, okay, he's been tormenting his trainees, but that's been the theme of this whole year, and the fact that he's been able to do that, carry the same character over, but not just you know straight copy paste, you know do the same thing Hungarian Championship Wrestling. He's done the same thing Passion Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling Österreich, 
which one of these days I will get on to watch more than just the Oku Tani matching. Which um, was great, by the way. Which was great, but and, uh, Michael Oku's YouTube channel, uh, since PWO haven't released the, that show yet, if Mike's uh, released it, well, I guess he's got it legitimately, else properly edited. But, but yeah, so Dryscott says a 1B, and I would dare say, you know, it feels like every year we say he's due for title run or he's due for you know, winning carrots. I would not be surprised if 2023 was Iria Dreisker's final, just based on the way they've been, you know, putting both guys at least long-term trajectories. Yeah, and I think it's it's difficult to sort of um, it's difficult to know where Iria's standing is um, in WXW because I think you know if 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 Iria was here full time, you you'd put the title on it, wouldn't you? I mean, would Never you? promotion in Europe, absolutely. Yeah, like you'd put the title on Iria here if he was here full time. You'd make him the main. I would have him you... beat Great Khan in Ref Pro. <laughs> well, right. yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have him go over everybody in Ref Pro. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, like, if, him. if he was here, if he was here all the time, you'd put you'd put the belt on him, wouldn't you? And it, it's. I think um, you know naturally, naturally over with the locals. I don't think there's anybody since Tim, um, at least yep. sort of from a foreigner, foreigner sort of angle like Irie and Tim. I think on the same sort of level. I think for me, um, it's as I say, it's always difficult to see judge where he is because he's only here two weekends a year. But he got to the semis this year, didn't he? Um, yep, lost to Gresham the semis. Yeah, he got to the semis the year before that, didn't he? I think. Uh, quarters, I believe, in twenty twenty. He did well. Um, you know, he's done well in the tag fest. You know, it's it's um, yeah. I I I I think it's it's a shrewd choice for wrestler of the year. But I mean, he's definitely he would definitely be in the top ten for sure. Um, and I think. Sort of, if there was a kayfabe WXW power rankings, you'd have him knocking on that top ten all the time. I think, yep. even if he's not here half the time. So move on to match of the year now. Directly we put it with between doing these, you know, match of the year wrestler, you know, all these awards. They put a graphic up of their top nine matches of the year, and there's one match which, and I know this is yeah, being, being shrewd, being cynical. It's you know, you could argue it's for engagement, but. You know, some of Chris, Chrissy with some shrewd social media 101 there. Hey, Do something a well, little bit con- controversial. <laughs> well, hang on a second. I'm not sitting there. I'm, I'm not going to throw anybody who wasn't picking up some <laughs> no. crap match. But no, they did a Bobby good Gun- job. Bobby Gunn's Jonathan Gresham from Night One of Carrot. Uh, Abe yep. Iwie for Ambition. Uh, yep. Simmons Heisenberg from Broken Rules 20. Masha Slamovich against Alice Inc. from Pembertal. Metahan against Axel Tischer from the Wheel of Wrestling that weekend. A speedball against Tihani from Night like, 3 of Tag Festival, uh, Amboss and Trenchador's uh, Tag Festival final, uh, Arch Levaniel from Anniversary, and the ladder match who Maggot from Anniversary, which we completely didn't talk about because it hasn't made tape yet. Yeah. Uh, but the one match everyone's saying was missing, which you no know, isn't on this graphic, Violence is Forever against Uye and Abe. I think, hands down for me, match for year of XW. The only one I can think would even put it close would be the Eagle Blanc to Honey one from Carrots. And even then there's quite a gap. At least okay. in terms of uh no in terms of grabbing it, no grabbing attention, but you know, hands down, Vance Forever, Iria Arbe, match for year and 
I'm not yeah. saying you, you're out, you're out of out of lunch if you pick anything else, but I think just being it, live and everything else that you know, push it over. Everybody I know who saw that match and are the sort of people to do their compile 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 their matches onto spreadsheets. Nothing wrong with that; it's just not a thing I do. But all of the spreadsheet people who have seen that match have put it in their top ten. There's there's and that's people who watch more wrestling in a year than I can watch in 10 years. You know, that's the sort of people we're talking about. And they've pretty much unanimously, the ones I've seen, have put it in the top 10. And I think, um, yeah, as I say, a little bit bit cynical, but I think they they, they deliberately omitted that from that top nine simply so everyone went, oh, but what about this one? Up your engagement. But, you know, good stuff. Um, Well... Thanks for Elon, 10,000 views and a lot of mentions. A lot of, a lot of quote tweets. Um, not the most quote tweets they've had uh, this year, but um, anyway. Um, the, um, the, the match that I was sort of saying was like a bit of a surprise, but I, for me, I think this was probably my favourite match of the year, was, was Bobby Guns versus Tisha from Shortcut. I thought that was... Um, oh, yeah. That yeah. mid-card match, which you know, we thought... What the... Better than any right it ever had to be. Yeah. Uh, that's well, not um, a knock on every two guys. No, no, no. I mean, the ingredients. Awesome it's it's you. You've got a meal and you've got some delicious ingredients, and it was great. And um, I just thought that was really, really good. It got slept on, I think, because it was on shortcut. It wasn't on one of the big weekenders. Um, if that had been on night one of carrot, I think people would have been, you know, great stuff. But yep. For me, that was a bit of an omission, but it was on a show that not as many people watched, unfortunately. Because I don't even think the shortcut got onto the network, did it? Uh, let it? me check. I think yeah. it did. You know, it, the problem with the network stuff, it always goes on a massive delay. Like, uh, yeah. carrot, no, carrot obviously doesn't go on, but things like, um, was it not like in a circle, like, not kind of like tag festival. Well, they have so like a month, month delay, don't they? A month, month delay. A shortcut for top 22 is on the network, went to bed in September. So, uh, yeah, by the time everyone's talking about tag fest, so yeah, yeah, that, that's the only one that I, I mean, you said you mentioned two others, but that's that's the only one that I sort of think, or oh, you know, I thought that would have been the one would have been in there towards the end. I mean, that yeah. was in my top, sort of in my head, that was in my top five for sure, because I think it was a really, really good match. But it had such great ingredients, so why wouldn't it be good? So, so go through yeah. uh, 2023, obviously just starting. Uh, any predictions? I think for one for me, um, you know, NXT Europe continues to be, I don't want to say threatened, but there's a lot of, so we say, dark Twitter rumors that they're signing people, there's people being snapped up for preparations. Logistically, I mean, this is me with zero inside knowledge and fully aware that I'm going to look like an idiot if this does happen. Logistically, I don't see how it can happen. Like, you had NXT UK based out of a warehouse in Enfield and TV tapings in uh, TV partner studios before then yeah. you had two in around one country. What, how on earth would that work? Like, you base them in France and Germany and Italy and well, Spain? Where, and it's the whole thing of, you say Europe, no, okay, no, I know you vision is a big old place, and it's okay, you vision you get everyone come together, but that's once a year, not every week. And no, the thing I think is happening with this is in the same way that Hollywood sort of does the same, it does something very similar. I get the impression they're pitching for a government to say, 
I'll tell you what, let's invest in WWE. We'll build our new performance center in Zagreb. You know, Croatia, government of Croatia goes, Do you know what? let's let's invest in this. It's gonna put Croatia on the map as an entertainment thing, you know, an entertainment capital, you know, wrestling in Europe is from Zagreb. I, I that's because there's there's nothing else you know I don't I don't see it going to you know I, I well for a start I don't think it's going to be the same way in as NXT UK in the sense of they're going to build something in bespoke in Germany because I don't think it's going to have anything to do with WXW barring probably they're going to nick everybody um, I don't see it in Berlin really um hungry you'd you know if you if you was triple h you'd probably go oh i like everybody in hungry let's just buy them but i don't see it happening at all um, it's, I think it's one it's... of those things it's too youth too widespread and too diverse yeah. to do something like that and you know when the next uk started you had you know, a relative hotbed and no disrespect Br- Br- to any of the scenes going on now Nowhere in Europe is what Britain was five years ago, not even close. Yeah, yeah Brit- Britain has a huge audience and a huge passion for wrestling. Germany does not. Germany has le- Germany has 3,000, 4,000 fans who would go to an indie show. Um, it's probably got 50,000 fans who would go to a WWE show. Would a- Of those 50,000 people, how many of them are going to travel to, let's say, Nuremberg to go and watch NXT Europe taping. Yeah, yep. not happening. And you go, and then you go to every other country: Holland, nothing; France, nothing really; Hungary, uh, maybe if they did it in Budapest and signed everybody, maybe. But what is France, there? Spain, it's, Portugal? Yeah, it's... nothing. Absolutely nothing. Spain's Spain's you know dead since seems to. Have, and we've got White Wolf into right, yeah. but yeah, it's still. Yeah, it's like where is it? Ireland. No, I, I, well, actually, probably Ireland would probably be the only place I could think where it would possibly work. But even then, I don't, do you just buy Fight Factory? And so you buy Fight Factory this... and put Cabray in charge, you know? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it ain't happening at all. And I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be devastated if I have to eat my words, but I seriously don't see it happening at all. Yeah, it just. Not adding this year, up, anyway. Adding for numbers that don't work, and a lot of people at the time said it was a carrot at the end of a stick for his NXT UK closing. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that, you know, WWE didn't have a, even have a contact in Europe at that point. Yeah. And that was in March. And yeah, the other thing that's been pointed out on the network, there's been no European indies uh, upload, had anything uploaded since before Christmas. Now, that might just be the guy's gone on holiday, but. Progress the has one been person uplo- who cares. Well, <laughs> to being uploading stuff on their uh, pivot chair. Um, also, again, that might be them jumping the gun, but certainly with stuff, you know, I mean, the works results had a backlog, so there's stuff you, they could have put up. You're knocking on two, three years of it being on there now, aren't you? Yeah, started uh, some at first some pandemic, I believe. Yeah, so summer 2020. So you're knocking on three, you're on three years this year, and would you have signed ICW for more than three years? Would you? Uh, well, it depends on the, when the deals were signed. <laughs> you know, would yeah. you signed it? And I, 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 I'm under the belief that WXW's deal is better than everybody else's. I think that's the impression I've got. Yeah. Um. So let's say they're on four years. You know, 
this is this is pure speculation. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, I, nothing's happening. Europe. They don't. They, they, they. If if they can sell out um, Cardiff Cardiff Stadium and they can sell out the O2 Arena for money in the bank or cash in the air, or whatever they're calling it. Um, if they can sell out that, why do they need to have bloody po- poxy indie shows in in Europe? What's the point? Yep. What are they getting out of it? Well, it's interesting that they did all the big pay-per-views in the UK after next UK was shut, but that's for another podcast. But um, yeah. more speculation, I guess. Who do you expect to bubble up in 2023? Any obvious choice? Or is there anyone completely out left field you reckon is going to you know, come from nowhere to be a star or be suddenly a big part of the title picture and uh, works to be your main events, what have you? Well, the, the three the three people I would love to be in WXW um, from who have not been there: Ricky Knight Jr., Michael Oku, and Leon Slater. I think they're they could be, you know, that they're, they're the three they're the three people who just should be in WXW. They're yep. ready made for it in my eyes. Leon Slater, especially, you know, he's. He's Will Ospreay in 2014, that sort of thing. If they don't try and even get him in once, then they're, yeah. We'll be getting other FO guys in this week. Uh, back yeah, this month, yeah. So, um, but from within the within the WXW thing, people, um, I I could see um, I could see Eva Kalaski actually having a half decent year. I think towards I, I've kind of been a bit down on her, but I feel that she could. She's slowly turning turning me around a bit. I don't really... Settle, settling into that role, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd love it if Gullias had a good run in WXW. Yep. Um, ben, ben, uh, BT, Ben Seteth, the um, sort of the um, one of the other sort of young Hungarian guys. He, he's done, he did the Vienna show and that was it. He's somebody I'd really like to sort of come in. Um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I think it's. I think the person who will have the the strong year will be. I, I think Simmons will have a good year if he does a lot of dates. If he doesn't do a lot of dates, because I kind of get the impression he's kind of happy doing one every couple of months, sort of thing. Really, um, Guns. I think he. He he he's just hitting it out of the park every time he he goes out there. Um, he just needs to keep doing that. Um, he's he's managed to build himself into a bit of a niche as being the workers' worker that everybody seems to want to travel and work against him. So, with that, you know he he's basically gimmicked himself as the guy who watches a lot of tapes and everybody loves that. So, <laughs> I totally want to so, be, wouldn't be surprised with. By the end yeah. of next year, if Magus has the unified title. Well, yeah. Free of the shotgun belt for somebody else. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's not too out left field, but it doesn't seem to be bad often where they move guys up the ladder from shotgun to world title lately. Well, it's um, the shot. The shotgun title is the title that you get before, and it, 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 um, if you look at the people who've had it, the people who've had the really good reigns have tended to get the shotgun. Uh, the W. The unified title not long after, so you know we look at guns. We look at um, obviously it didn't happen, but you kind of think that Star was probably on that trajectory. Um, you know, obviously beyond other things. Um, 
yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot there's a there's a lot of that sort of to come, and I I, I think I, I I think the champion I think you'll get Dreisker as champion this year as well. I think he may he may have it by the summer. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise maybe like Carroll win and then quick turnaround. Or yeah, again we'd have to see who's in the Carroll Dreisker ain't in the moment. See how what comes out of Back to the Roots. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so that's a quick look at 2022. I'll say quick, it's been an hour once I've edited this down. <laughs> uh, but um, quick run through what's coming up next. Uh, obviously, this weekend we're in Hamburg for Dead End, the show's virtually sold out. We've got Levaniel defending against Tristan Archer, Metahan against Bobby Guns for Spot and Carrot. Bobby Guns, we've looked what now, five years since he last lost in Hamburg? Well, only friends lost, though, didn't they? I, I suppose that don't count. I think they're playing as a singles loss. I think I saw that, no, they kind of tool yeah. that with the asterisk. And now I've got a cage matchup. He last lost to those uh, bad bones. Uh, yeah, September September 2016. So you're talking yeah. 17, 18, 9, 20, yeah, over five years. So yeah. it would surprise me if uh, Guns didn't win, but at the same time, it also feels a bit, you know, why go it, that way? Yeah, it would. Um, it would. It would be a bit of a waste to drop it on Metaham, wouldn't it? He, yes, guy. I'd say doesn't quite need that at this point in his career. He doesn't need it. I don't think he necessarily does. <laughs> the way he's been. We've so. got a contract signed for an unsanctioned match between Jörn Simpson and Heisenberg. Don't ask about the contract paperwork. Stop Always it. good to sanction an unsanctioned match. Good one, Norman. Axel Tisch against Lawrence Roman, and then some warm-ups for Back to the Roots. We've got a returning Dove against Peter Tahani, and the team of Ilya Bloom and Igor Blanc against uh, Dreiskernicorus, and just announced Maggot defending the shotgun belt against Itach Mahar, which so, first Samoa time he's Joe. been on trial. Well, he's small, Joe's a bit lighter in terms of hardware these days, so <laughs> maybe he's looking for something new. Um, following weekend, Finalborg with a body slam sold out there. Uh, Bobby Guns against Emeritus, Ahura against Carlos Zamora. Maggot's got an open challenge for shotgun belt because he gets past eye touch. Uh, Baby Allison, Allison, Betty Rose in a freeway. And I'm going to butcher this. So Randall's so, Panya, I think. Thank you. You've uh, saved me from uh, embarrassing myself. But, uh, defending body slam tag tags against the Owls of Hungary. So yeah, Icarus and Dover getting in, uh, diving to both feet. Uh, January 28th for Norberhausen back to the roots. Uh, we've got obviously the Kafik Schlacht, Ambos, Dreisker, Icarus and Dover against Paige Tahani, Sense of Alto and Igor Blanc. We have Alison defending the women's title against Amal and Axel Tischer versus whoever the world champion is. Uh, Yota Suji, Marie De La Rosa, and Greedy Souls also on the card. More matches, I guess, will be announced after this weekend. Uh, next night, Gelsenkirchen's fight for the taping. Again, stuff will be announced. The variations of what will be above. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, February 11th, Bielefeld. There's a road 16 card gold tournament. Uh, of course, no matches, but you've got Anil Marek, Ilya Bloom, Heisenberg, Ahura, Bobby Guns, Rotten Flot, Nick Schreier, Baby Allison, Maggot, Jörn Simmons, Levaniel. Robert Dreisker, Lawrence Roman, and before mentioned Sebastian Suave on the poster. Yeah. How'd they fit all those bloody faces on? Like that, that feels like the entire roster there. It was like it was like a Sergeant Pepper's album cover. <laughs> who who've we photoshopped in the wrong place here? Uh the next day we're back in Bielefeld for an Academy Live show, so ain't making tape. March 4th for debut in Bad Sackingham. This one again not making tape. On the, got, on the Swiss border. 
Yeah, and three is the Huber Arena. Yeah. I guess probably not bigger in like a... I'm not planning on going for this one. <laughs> I'd like to, but... <laughs> We've got um, Jörn Sims against Tristan Archer has been announced about one. And you also got Calypso, Baby Allison, Margaret Igerblanc, Rick Salem, Robert Trice, and Lavaniel also announced. Uh, then we're coming up to Carrot Season, uh, March 9th, Winner Circle 13, and Gelsenkirchen. March 10th, 11, 12, Oberhausen for 16 Carrot Gold. We'll have a preview and the travel guide stuff on the backbodydrop.com next week or so. And then May's the Gold next step announced March 25th back in Frankfurt for 16 Carrot Gold Revenge. At the Batch Cup, Margaret Allison, Clavinal, Tristan Archer, who are Baby Allison, Axel Tisha on the poster. And yeah, that's an awful lot of stuff to hopefully not have as a massive backlog when Dubux do now too gets online. But um, you said the holidays yeah. were quiet, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're always quiet. Um, it, just, it just means I think we're, we're going to have a couple of review episodes because we've kind of talked about everything else. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. There's a lot to come. But so again, yeah. We'll get this stitched together, and I guess we'll be back when the now comes up, because as I with that, we're just talking vagaries about what we've not seen, and I think plenty <laughs> of people can do that. Yeah. I mean, if you if you are really desperate and you can't wait until we review it, go to WXW. Yeah. You can go it, to Germany now. Maybe I mean, not. Or if you're in Germany, just go to Oberhausen. Easy peasy. Yeah, Hamburg, I think we said, what, what was it? The 95% sold out, I think they said earlier this week, so yeah. Again, by the time this drops, I think by this you, is up. If you're not on the plane already, you're probably not going. But um, no. and of course, Alborg Denmark sold out. So January 28th, Oberhausen back to the rooms. Yeah, just go. Be a good old fashioned cage match. It's the, it's the best, the best investment you could ever make in wrestling. So go for it. So, so no, I guess that's it, Mike. No, you've done a few uh, more football grounds lately. Anything to plug from your trips to uh, um, Hertfordshire, I guess? We Yeah, just around Hertfordshire. Uh, had a bit of a lull because of train strikes and all sorts of and horrible snow and things. So no new episodes, but there will be one probably start of February. So, But you can watch all of our old episodes, The Groundhopper's Guide, on YouTube. Type in Groundhopper's Guide on an Eddie and you can find it there. Of course, uh, follow me at Ian Wrestling on Twitter, at Big Back Body Drop on Twitter. Mike is at Mike Kilby everywhere. Reviews backbodydrop.com. And yeah, we'll be back, uh, I guess, some point once the breaks to be now 2.0 is up or whenever something massive uh, breaks. Again, backbodydrop.com soon. We'll have uh, carrot previews and travel guides for those heading over. Um, and there was a few folks making a trip over for the first time or the first time post COVID. So uh, getting back to the way how it used to be. Yeah, exactly. And there's a few people who have privately reached out to me to say, is it still good? Um, yeah. So um, there's a few people. Talking I, won't, about I, won't, I, won't, I won't I won't reveal who those people are, but I've had a few people. And yes. Uh, so there's people people are uh, people are coming out of the woodwork again, which is great stuff. You know, get there, get into the turbine hollow. Have, you know, it's the best if you've not been and you've even considered it in the past, get there straight away and. You know, it's the best. It's the best money you can spend in wrestling. The best weekend anywhere in the world. I don't think there's anything that even comes close to it. So. And it's cheaper than front row at a certain ladder match-based WWE event in London. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna give that an answer. No, I mean he's Mike, and we shall see you in a few weeks. I guess. Cheers. See you soon. <laughs>